Blog Talk Radio. Everyone, hi, hi, hi! Welcome to Loudmouth Radio. This is Jazzy Jones Smith. I know you are normally accustomed to the producer coming in. However, I am mending the switchboard. I need everybody to take a moment for uh, just a prayer and just you know some sweet affirmations that that's going to be uh, a success. Because baby, I feel like. Um, that thing that our producer always plays, Molly, you in danger, girl. Nevertheless, we are going to do the best we can because sometimes the producer has to go handle other producer stuff. So she's going to pop in and out. We're out and about. We actually are down in St. Pete, Florida, because we're going to be covering our host's 
Geraldine, um, as he is doing some great things this week. And so we're excited about it. I'm excited to be here. And as always, as our producer always says, that's her favorite word, as always, we are uh, online, and that's loudmouth with two Ds, loudmouthradio.com. And so we want you to join in with us and listen to us and to make sure that I'm on track. You know, we definitely want to hear from you. Uh, so call in. The number is 478267520, and that's if you want to speak with us and if you want to um, make sure that we're doing okay, call in and, and check us out. And we've got some great topics that we're going to be um bringing with you, and um, I'm excited. This is a little bit unnerving. Like, I don't want my producer's job. Let me just tell you, I do not want the producer's job at all. But since I got it, you know, I got to do it. I got to do it. So we're going to bring in um, our other host, who is absolutely fantastic on this fantastic Friday, Sterling Powell, the Wizard of St. Pete, is going to live <laughs> with us <laughs> Can you hear me? Are we are we are I we working? You. I can hear oh my God, let me tell you, this switchboard thing. Oh my God. So you did the long entrance of the music. I'm saying, how do they do this? I just get on online, I put on my headphones, I get my coffee cup and I talk. I don't do switchboards, so yeah, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. But well, I know, but Miss so Robin, Miss Robin, and I were talking back to each other already on the phone, and I don't know if that <laughs> went out over the airways or not. I don't think so because I just figured out how to bring you on. Is that hilarious? You know, I think, so well, funny. we may have we what, your your other caller might be Miss Robin, so that she's on Robin, there. But, I, uh, Robin, you're always welcome to the show, honey. We love you. Can welcome, you hear me? Welcome. Yeah, we can I hear can you, hear Hi, honey. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I brought people in Good even morning. when people weren't supposed to be in. Hi, baby. Listen, you know what's hilarious is that we're going to do this. And so, you know, if I bring in a commercial wrong or a piece of music wrong, this is the 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 part where we're going to appreciate our producer and our interns and our assistant producer. Both of them are out. Producer Sunny is out on, on radio business. And November, we send hugs and kisses to you. She's been taking care of her wife and partner, um, Denise. And so she's not able to do uh, the, the switchboard. So they put it in my capable hands. <laughs> well, we're fine. We're fine. You know what? Is, is this is it? Remember that we've talked about this before, girl. Is this is internet radio, and we yes. are not. We we are in our own hands. And for our yes. listeners, is please uh, deal with us this week, uh, because, <laughs> like you said, Sonny's got things to do. And Miss Jazzy, well, we'll have fun. Y'all may be on the radio. The whole, the whole crew. We may have all of our listeners on. I'm so, telling um, you, and but, we do uh, have other listeners, and we always appreciate um, anybody that calls into our show and takes the time to listen to us. You know, ramble on. We vent. We laugh. We, you know, we cry a little bit because we we talk about really great topics. That's the one thing I love about doing this show. We are able. To, 
by us being on loudmouthradio.com, and the .com is, is so important because we're online radio, we're able to talk about things that, you know, other stations are censored. And, um, you know, sometimes that's okay. Sometimes I think maybe certain things are not necessarily appropriate for certain daytime or, or sometimes nighttime, honey. I have to turn off some of those radio shows. But for us, we're very fortunate to be able to talk about it all. And today, God knows, we have a lot to talk about, some crazy stuff. And, you know, the political stuff is always crazy. So we're going to definitely talk about that because this that's the year that we're in. We're in that political season to talk about it. So if you get tired of hearing about politics, you're going to have to turn off all radio, all TV, throw away all newspapers, and just go put your head in the sand because everybody's going to talk about it, including loudmouthradio.com. So, uh, but we have so many well, we may, we may not We may not talk about any but the hair dryer as for anything other than the hair dryer. <laughs> Now, for those people, you'll have to guess who we're talking about, the, exactly. who we mentioned as the hair dryer. Is, exactly. But we're, uh, but uh, we're not like you said, you have to be him, under. He gets too much you, no, we get, not this week because I had such. Let's get started um, with celebrity news first. Is yes, that yes. I had a fabulous week um, on uh, with Miss Alicia and I. We're able to go to Ruth Eckerd Hall and um, visit with uh, Sophia Loren, the film goddess, oh my uh, which God. was incredible. And she yes. was incredible. She smelled good. She was fabulous <laughs> on stage, very, very, very candid, very sweet. Uh, and uh, what a privilege that was for me to get to do that. And I I am just so thankful that um, 81 years old, girl, 81 years and old. And she looks so absolutely incredible. And she, she looks, looks so like incredible. The picture, for those that, have, that follow me on Facebook and follow Loudmouth and everything on Facebook, that is exactly how she looked in person. It's, it, wow. She... Absolutely looks, uh, and she, uh, I, uh, it's olive oil is the secret. So Miss Alicia went, uh, cleans off her makeup now with olive oil. With and, so is uh, that what Sophia uses? Yes, yes, that's what. Yes, the, Sophia that, Loren is taking her makeup off with olive oil. That is so fabulous. So I guess that's the secret. And in good living. And she said jeans. That she did credit her mother. She said that her mother was beautiful, like uh, Greta Garbo, and that mm-hmm. she was considered that really until she was in her early teens that she was considered a stick. Little stick. Little stick was her nickname. Um, and that she was not considered beautiful, that it was her mother, her mother was the one that wanted to be, had kind of wanted to be an actress, and that she was kind of didn't fill out and everything until her, her teens, and then that they had gone to Rome, they had, they mm-hmm. lived very poor, they were very poor, and that they had gone to Rome to find work, and she found, um, uh, they found work as an extra, um, and one thing led to another, and she ended up getting into the movies. 
And then the rest is kind of like we know is history. That you is know, incredible. Film, you know what? I always it's so legend. amazing. It's so amazing. And you know what's so funny to me? Um, I was watching earlier in the day an old clip of Kathy Gifford talking about her husband, Frank Gifford, and how um, at that time, this was in 2009, and how, you know, they had put it out. They were hosting the show, the um, Huda and, and Kathy Lee Gifford show that they do, and they were talking about her husband. And somebody sent in a tweet or a, a um, Facebook message and said, well, who is this Frank Gifford? Is he somebody important? <laughs> Right, and it got me thinking about our topic for uh, today, talking about Miss Sophia Loren, the fabulous, the beautiful, absolute gracious, and most wonderful actress, and how many people, you know, today that that don't watch old movies or don't follow, you know, older careers that have lasted. How long has she been in in the industry? Well, I mean, 60, 60, I mean, she was basic, she's um, 81, and she basically mm-hmm. went to work at, at 16 for 65 years. So six for somebody, wow. I mean, and, and she is the one, if you, if you Google right now the highest paid actress at $96 million this year, get out That's of here, awesome. it is Miss Sophia Loren. Shut up. So ninety will say, Who is that? And they'll say, Who is that? But she's doing um a commercial for Dosha Cabana. Uh she has uh, books. She's doing her tour that just ended in, in Clearwater with where I was there. Mm-hmm. And um so she's very active and like and then the, you know, they release the new the her movies around the world all the time. And and she, you know, yeah. she was in Grumpy Old Men, Grumpy Old Men too. And too. I think that's one of the, the one of the present ones that most like. If you're thirty and under, I think that that may be the one that most people um, will attach to her because that's the one that they will remember. But you know, for the rest of us, good old, um, you know, lovers of art, we know her from so many other things. Well, and you know it's 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 interesting because, like you said, most people are going to think of her as um, "Pray to Porta." That's another one of her movies. Recent nine, the mm-hmm. movie Nine, mm-hmm. which was a musical uh, with uh, Daniel Day Lewis, um, and then the Grumpy Old Man. Uh, man, uh, gr- uh, the, I think there was two, right? There was Grumpy Old Man yes. one and oh, Grumpy Old Man two, and. Um, that's what more current audiences are going to know. And the other thing is, we're speaking of olive oil, are her cookbooks. And she did not share. She said we all should know how to make a meatball anyway. She wouldn't <laughs> give us a meatball secret. She wouldn't give us her meatball secret. And oh I, my God, I didn't even sh- know she had the cookbooks. Oh, I yeah, she's known that. for her cookbooks. Them? She's known wow. for her cookbooks. And... Um, and this is what I mean. And this woman's at the top of her game, ninety supposedly mm-hmm. ninety six million dollars this year. Good God Almighty! You As know, an she's, actress, she's so. phenomenal. But then you shared on because I wasn't on last week, and so I was listening to the show, and you shared something that most people didn't know by you being an artist. 
you shared um, the information about her artwork. Her her husband, um, Carlo Ponte, Ponte, the the producer director, had collected mm-hmm. art from uh, Picasso, Di Chirico, um, and Dali, and so I was curious as to their huge art collection, which was over two hundred pieces. Had at one time when uh, Carlo had been accused of smuggling. Uh, smuggling charges, which he was cleared. I do want that, but mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. cleared. The Italian government had seized his assets, including the the paintings, and then they did get. They eventually got the paintings back, and then he passed away. I think at ninety four. Uh, in two thousand and seven, and she was only married to that one man. I mean, like, like a mm-hmm. lot of people think that she had affairs with like Cary Grant and many of Marla, Mar- uh, Marla, Brand- Marlon Brando, uh, uh, Clark Gable, which she she talked about all of them. But she said that she was very much the lady, and she had been totally faithful to her one husband the whole time. Wow. She had two her two boys with, and she has four grandchildren that she's totally devoted to, and she lives in Geneva, Switzerland, and um, and just does what she wants at 81 years old. Who, what else? You know, making $96 million bucks, honey. Let me tell you, that is so amazing. And she, I mean, just off of one painting, just, you know. Well, no, no, she didn't make that. She didn't make that. She did sell a painting not too long ago. One of the France, they her they had collected ten. One of my favorite artists, Francis Bacon's. Um, he's mm-hmm. a very well-known uh, English painter, um, and they had she had put one of them up for auction, and I think she got twenty-seven million dollars for that. Goodness gracious! So not only is she making money in acting and doing commercials, but just in her artwork sales, she's she's doing it real big. You know what? She's doing it like you should do it. Most yeah. of these um, stars, young, older, and you know, been in the business a long time or just started, they don't know how to carry their money and they don't know how to invest it properly. So that sixty years from now, you can still be saying, "I'm I'm valuable." You know, exactly. I'm valuable not only for my talent, but I've invested wisely, and so I still have. And I think to she has a wig. I think she has a wig. I think she has a wig line, and that you know she does. Mo- you know, you do multiple things, and 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 right. I think a lot of that goes back to her husband and her. They were very very smart with their money, even though they were tabloid babies. Um, in the 60s uh, with Liz Taylor and Richard Burton is that they were very smart. He was a, a brilliant uh, producer and director, uh, told her that he would buy, you know, he would put her in a palace and treat her like a queen, which he did, which she did. You know, wow. she's still living like yeah. that um, 65 years later. I mean, think about that. At 81 years old, she um, definitely... Uh, behaved and was every bit the the film goddess that I expected to meet. She was everything that I expected and more. Um, and wow. and so, like I said, what a ble- I was so blessed that I that That's I get such to a have. A- and and I do want we want to move on when we're talking about film 
uh, film and TV. Um, we lost on Tuesday a number yes, of Patty uh, television. Duke. Patty Duke. Um, and a lot of people won't remember her for um, for her role as Helen Keller. I mean, that was her big uh, Oscar-winning award. Big, 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 big deal. That was her, such a big deal. And, and you know, it's a few people that will remember that. Um, but, again, if you're under 30, unless you just have a love for older film, you won't even have a clue, you know, who she is. And, I mean, she played and she was doing the Disney movies where she was playing herself and her cousin. <laughs> yes. You know, yes, when she was you the know. twin. And so, you know, those are two of her her very the Patty prominent. Duke show then on T V she had Duke the show. Patty Duke show. Yeah. And um but her best role and something we want to get into was as a mental health pioneer. What yes. Patty Duke had moved into as she uh, matured and one of the things that I admire most about Patty Duke is that with her role in the public eye is mm-hmm. she brought she uh, brought to the attention that she had suffered many years, many mm-hmm. years with uh, manic depression, and she yes. became a mental health advocate. And I know that you wanted um, us to get into that, but first, you know, we wanted I wanted to mention that she did pass at sixty nine this week on Tuesday. Right. So we say. Um, Fond fair, uh, fond farewell to Patty Duke, and um, and, and, and her it's so befitting. Yeah, it's yeah. so befitting to say. I love us on this show because we really do. You know, we want to make sure that we we tap into what what's happened in current news, and we always want to, you know, send loving energy to the families and to the fans and those that will mourn the loss of you know, the transition of people who we've mentioned. And Penny Duke definitely was one of those people that we want to stop and just, you know, say we love you and send that out to the universe so that her love will continue through all of her good works, her acting, but definitely her activism and her stance for bipolar disorder. And many of you know, and I've said this on the show, I say it on Facebook, on social media, um, went for a year speaking with a group of young ladies who have bipolar disorder, and I also live with bipolar disorder. And so for um, the time that she was one of the first actors, actress that came out and said, listen, I know this is going to seem strange um, to do because it makes you vulnerable, and you put all of yourself out so that people can know. You remember when I acted really kind of off that time? Well, this is why. <laughs> or, uh, you know, because honestly, bipolar disorder really was was and still is not, especially in certain sectors and certain groups, definitely in the African-American community, in the um, Hispanic community, and, and communities of minorities really do not talk about mental illness. But it is still things. Oh. One of the things I noticed, Jazzy, is that it seems like ethnic communities don't want to talk about, you know, any, any, you know, like, and and I want, I don't want to get off of uh, the bipolar, but it doesn't seem like they want to. 
you know, they don't want to get all, everything has to be beautiful, it seems like, in their community, they think, even though that their communities have all these issues, um, is that I think it's better for, like, yourself and people like uh, Patty Duke and any of us to discuss mm-hmm. it. I mean, I think it, well, it, it to is. get the issue out is, is so much more important than to hold it in. It definitely is. I know we have callers on the line. If you want to um, join in on the conversation, please hit the number one, and I'm going to figure out how to bring you in. <laughs> but if you just want to, uh, oh, my God. So we already had that. And if I get cut, and if I get cut off, I'll be back, right? I'll be back. <laughs> it is insane. You know, but the one thing that I do want to say, and, you know, having been able to speak on this issue for a year, traveling, we spoke to healthcare providers, we spoke to um, psychiatrists and therapists, we spoke to the police of Georgia, the state of Georgia, we went to their conference and spoke to them about when you come up to a person who um, is erratic and you, you pretty much can tell that it is some type of mental illness that is happening, how do you address it? How do you speak to that person? Because it is so vital that we understand the illness that is causing the action. Well, in the in the African-American community, the Latino communities, and communities other than white Caucasian um, communities, okay? Let me just put it that way because it's so large, I can go on and on and on. Um, but one of the main reasons, being a black woman, let me speak from my own experience and my own culture, we don't talk about things because it was taboo to talk about anything that gave you an indication that you were less than perfect. You were less than mm-hmm. white. Okay. You were less okay. than the best because you'd already gotten a stigma that says you're nothing. You're not smart. Your brains are underdeveloped. You're not this and you're not that. So you're taught at a very, very early age, you have to be perfect in the in the social community's eyes or you're going to continue to be dogged out and you're going to continue to have stigmas of being less than. So that's number one. And then number two, from a religious background, which is really a huge, I mean, there's so many articles. Matter of fact, I found an article a couple of days ago that was talking about how religion plays a huge um, huge play in why African Americans and um, primarily Latinos do not discuss mental illness because the first thing you're going to be told is you need to pray about it. That's number one. The second thing you're going to be done, depending on if you're in the Catholic or other um, Christian denominations that believe still in, um, what do you call it, Um, exorcism, okay? One of the young ladies who traveled with us for a year, Sterling, said that her church, she was going into a severe, she she had bipolar disorder and schizophrenia, okay? And learning just, and this is a extremely smart individual. She had her own brokerage. Her her intelligence is beyond. She had a daughter. She was married, and she completely flipped, and nobody understood it. She didn't understand it. She went in, and they, they started the diagnosis process. Well, when she went into, you know, hearing voices, and she went into all of these fits, for one, she was being med- um, medically poisoned 
because they were giving her so many different medications that it caused adverse reaction, just the medication alone, much less now on top of the illnesses. So her church pinned, the groups in her church pinned her down while she was having a very severe episode, pinned her down and began to perform an exorcist saying, you know, the demons needed to come out and all of these horrific things. Now, let me just tell you, being a person that lives with bipolar disorder, and all of us live with it, deal with similar things, but not everybody deals with it the exact same, okay? This is this was the main thing that we wanted to discuss with healthcare providers, like, don't just say, boom, here is bipolar disorder in this person, and everybody gets the same drug. Everybody, you know, is treated the same way because it's just not so. And so here you have this confinement that you can feel when people stand over you. Like a lot of times for me, if you stand behind me, I feel automatically trapped. Okay? Okay. And okay. I'm already freaking out, but I'm not showing you the freak out because I don't want you to think of me in an ill way. I don't want you to think, quote, unquote, I'm crazy. I'm feeling things. I'm thinking things that I I want to stop. Like that, notice it's bipolar, so you have two sides. So you have this reasonable side that says, what in the world are you doing? Or why are you feeling this way? Or why are you thinking this way? And then you have this whole other side that's saying, I have no filter. I'm going to feel what I want to feel, do what I want to do, and think how I want to think. And, you know, you so you go from one minute to you can change the entire world by yourself. You need no one. You can do it. And then you go straight into this manic pressive state um, where you feel like, say, for instance, and I had this happen yesterday. I was very transparent about it, and I try to be as transparent because it's what gets me through. I had a situation. I've had a lot of um, personal and family changes and challenges that, you know, on top of all of the millions of things that we do just with the radio, much less with the outreach ministry and so many other things, you know, it just became a lot. And then I had a lot more and then a lot more. And then I'm, you know, as many of you know, have had severe asthma attacks and allergies with all of the changes in the weather. So I had a friend of mine say to me that he felt slighted with an action that I did that, you know, it, it could have could cause and did cause, you know, hurt feelings. It wasn't huge, but it was huge to them. Okay, so for me, I apologized, and everything was good. Well, in my bipolar world, it meant, (laughs) okay, you ready? So in my bipolar world, I took that as I'm a failure to the entire world. Mm, Um, so, So something that small. And and on my outside face, which is the face that you show everybody, is you apologize, you talk about it, and you move on. And that's my reasonable side. The bipolar side said, I'm a failure to the world. I'm good for nobody. I don't need to live. And this tree looks really good, and I need to hang myself. That was yesterday. So it took me two hours, two and a half, well, actually it was more than that, but it took two hours to sit in a corner outside and cry and cry and cry and then reason and then breathe and meditate and cry some more and look at the consequences and think about all of the therapy and think about the meditation and what was the triggers. And so when I tell you it is a job, 
it is a job 24-7 to tell yourself that what you're making extremely huge is not extremely huge. I was on medication for a long time. I'm not on medication because I work with doctors to help me to know how to get to the point of talking myself out of it or, you know, being accountable and finding a person either who has bipolar disorder or my therapist or, you know, I have a very select group of intimate friends who get me, you know, and wherever that me is at the moment, they just get me. And so I'm very supported in that sense. The producer of this show and also my wife was made specifically for me. She was designed and made for me (laughs) from heaven, I'm telling you. Oh, my God, I just pray for that baby because she has to deal with a lot. And um, and I'm so grateful for her love and support. But learning this illness, is it's a lot. And so for Patty Duke to come out in a time when it, it wasn't cool, bipolar disorder conversation was not cool, and for her to stand up and say, this is what I have, this is what it is, and then to begin to work with the National Alliance of Mental Illness, NAMI, she was one of their main speakers and the main people who brought awareness and funding for them to study, for them to have, you know, access to uh, learning more about the illness and being able to help millions and millions of people. So, you know, and she's not the only one. We can go down the line of well, because but she was one of the wasn't she was one of the Jazzy wasn't she one of the early one of the, yes. one of the more early celebrities that actually admitted sure to it mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. what what people today and it's and people so quickly forget that we are only you know. Um, just, you know, more, almost less than 20 years into the internet world that we live in Mm -hmm. with being so connected is that we're talking about the Patty Duke did this, you know, um, many years ago. um, And that, that this was not the world that we are in today because Mm -hmm. so many people are on TV, talk shows, and I talk radio today, today, and, mm-hmm. and in the past, let's say, decade, talking about mental health, especially with right. Dr. Phil and, and Oprah bringing um, her, her advocacy to the forefront, too, of all the different uh, stigmas that were hidden. But this was not something that when Patty Duke brought this to light was talked about at all. It was people no, were locked in the Mm-mm. people were locked in the attic. People were kept yes. in their homes. It's the mm-hmm. same, you know. And and this is where we forget how different our world, the social media world, has changed so much of what we do and how, like you mm-hmm. said, you're mm-hmm. willing, you're you're very willing and open, um, Jazzy, to share. Uh, what you're going through, and I say God bless you for that because we live in a different age today where we Mm -hmm. discuss on social media with our Facebook friends and family and our our, uh, social media family, and uh, and I say that, that that they're fans, family, friends, um, 
that years ago you didn't have that. You weren't able to tweet to 7 million people. You know, people today, when something happens, uh, we automatically, somebody like Justin or um, uh, like, let's say, Taylor Swift, who I think has the most people on mm-hmm. Twitter, isn't, mm-hmm. she, isn't she the person I with the most? And she, I think Taylor Swift and um, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, they have the most. That they're mm-hmm. able to reach tens of millions of people in basically in seconds that if something happens to them that it is tweeted out instantly to the world donald trump which what i mean the hair dryer he when he (laughs) wants to get attention he does this through social media this didn't happen back when uh patty duke first started her her advocacy you know so that's where when we're talking about what you you know what what you're talking about is so different it was a different time Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. um now now people are much more open with sharing everybody share you know and many people don't think that's good but I think there's mm-hmm. a there's a positive and a negative to social media, and we're still learning. It is. We're still learning. This and we're still new. learning. And you know what? And then and the thing about it is, let me just tell you for me. So for all of you listening, and you know, I love you so very much. Let me just tell you that I love you so very much because so many of you reach out to me on Facebook. Facebook, and this was way before I started sharing my story, but definitely since I started being so open and transparent about it. You know, it's not easy to say I've tried to kill myself over the last 20-something years three times. That's not easy, you know, to admit. And, you know, when people see me and they're like, oh, my God, Jazzy, you're so strong, you're so this. Well, I have to be strong in in the public. You know, I'm in a lot of public arenas and I wear a lot of hats. But what I learned is, if I tell you that my strength, my mother used to say, I'm just a weeping willow tree. Um, you know, I'm bent over and I'm and I'm strong, but my my branches are weeping. You know, I'm I'm in a position that I'm not always as strong as I seem. And so what I found is is being open and honest about that, what it does is it frees other people to get help. Because so many people have been afraid to say, I don't know really what I'm feeling, but I'm feeling something that feels off. I don't know why I'm acting a certain way, and I have nobody to tell because if I tell somebody, I'm going to be fired. I had I had um, supervisors, and supervisors over people who have mental illness pull me to the side and say, and break down in my arms and say, if I tell somebody that I have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, they are going to fire me. This is the people who are taking care of us. And they're dealing with so, you know, the stigma behind it is if I say that I have this or I say, and I don't say I have it, I say I live with it. I have to live with this. It's almost like Beautiful Mind. You saw that movie, and we talked about this so many times on this Mm -hmm. show. Um, beautiful mind, when he finally got to a place of accepting that his mind was beautiful and different, then he embraced his his voice, his little girl. He embraced it, you know, 
and then instead of throwing it away, you deal yeah. with it. And how can I help somebody when I'm dealing with, with mental illness? How can I still show you that you can function and you can live? It's not always easy. It is a challenge. Well, you know, and, but you and we, find, go ahead. Don't. Go ahead. I mean, I was going to say, and we find, live in you find such people. Yeah. times. We live in such complex times. And, 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 you know, like you said, if you can, if somebody can reach out and help you, Jazzy, or you're helping them to understand mm-hmm. that there's somebody else out there with that same stigmatism or, you know, or same feeling inside and you can help them through it. Life is so complex today. It's not easy. And and it's not easy, especially when you're alone or you feel alone. Yes. And, and you feel alone. And, and, and again, it, it it's increased when with, with people with bipolar disorder or even other mental illnesses or other post-traumatic, um, post Say it for me. I just lost it. Post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, I have a lot of friends that have left the war, which is where it was first diagnosed. But just, you know, traumas that some of my family members experienced when they were younger um, and now finding out many, many years later from those abuses that they have post-traumatic stress disorder. So, you know, you know, a lot of people are walking around with a lot of pain and a lot of hurt, and they don't know how to always put those um, actions or feelings into words, and so the more we talk about it, the more not only are we educated ourselves, because I was misdiagnosed for many years, and so, you know, sadly, my children were like, oh, my God, here's my mother again doing something so crazy, um, and so, you know, to find out the information is far better to have for me. Some people don't want to be labeled or diagnosed. For me, it is better for you to say, Jazzy, this is what we feel you have, so that I'm able to do as much research about it for me and do the work of taking care of Jazzy, you know, and doing the work of of telling my friends and everybody around me that this is what I live with. So if you're facing this, get help. Do not let anyone tell you to let's just pray about it. Let me just tell you, for all of the good Christians that I grew up with, that I live with, that I praise with, that I, prayer is a key. If I sit the key on the desk and I do not put it in the ignition, that's just really not going to help me. And then guess what? I have to do the work of manually handling the car. So do not tell me to just pray about a mental illness. If that's what you want to do, pray for me. I'm going to believe in your prayers, and then I'm going to the doctor and I'm going to get some medication or I'm going to get some information about how to take care of me. So Patty Duke and all of the other celebrities, and there's so many, I'm, a, I'm actually going to post a list of the celebrities with bipolar disorder and all of them that have really stood up, black, white, Latino, the whole nine, Asian, Indian, um, stood up and said, this is what I live with. This is how I cope. This is, you know, and then unfortunately some of them, um, like Robin Williams suffered with mental illness, did not make it past, past exactly. because the pain, the pain of it all. Guys, listen to me. Anybody who has family members or people who have mental illness, the pain of mental illness is devastating. And so when they're trying to explain to you what's happening, you might not even get it, really, seriously. But it's not really yeah. about you getting it. 
It's about you wanting to see that person whole and healthy to the best of their ability. So, you know, support them in ways that you can and the ways that you can't. There are groups even for you. If you're living with someone who has a mental illness and you don't get it, get in a support group for you because you, my wife needs support. I'm telling y'all, she's a, she's, she's a gem, but she has, she's taken the road to say, I am walking with you forever with this. And whatever I have to learn, and if I have to separate myself, it's some days when she's like, babe, it's your shit, and I'm just going to let you have that. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, but for me, I'll tell her I'll tell her about it before she will. I'll say, you know, I'm in a space, and I'm going to need to separate myself until I can get this together. So, you know, I will say, and I'm going to end this on this note, um, because it's a long topic, and we could do the whole show about this, and I know we have some people who are <laughs> listening, and I and I know I need to try to do a commercial. Y'all pray for me. But I'm going to end on this note. So for the person who's living with a mental illness, bipolar disorder, whatever, you know, and the, the list goes on, do not walk in an excuse of saying, I'm just acting this way and because you know I have this and so you just got to deal with it. In the sense that you don't do something to help yourself, that's irresponsibility. It's irresponsibility. It's not fair. No, you didn't ask for the illness. You, you know, you didn't make yourself be in a in a mental space. But whatever you can do, you do that. If that is medication, stop being lazy. Stop making excuses and take the dag on medication. If that medication, I, I went through so many medications, it was ridiculous. They did not work for me, and so. What can I then do to do the best for myself? And so don't make excuses to the degree that you're not doing anything. That's number one, because you're gonna, your actions are going to hurt somebody, whether it's physically or, you know, you're making them a mental case because now you, won't, you don't want to be responsible for yourself. And then the other thing is um, for the people who, you know, like I just said, if you don't know how to deal with this, get help for yourself because you need the support as well. So that's that's my and there's note. lot there's lots of you know there's lots of places out there and you know the the remember three of my simple truths of life is if and I may I don't know if there's an order to this at all if you do not step forward you'll always be in the same place so start to move forward right. and if you do not ask the answer is always going to be no if you don't ask. It's always going to be no if you don't ask for help. So, and exactly. if you go, and if you want something, you have to go. You know, if you don't go after it, you'll never have it. So, if you're, I if you that. don't ask for relief, so those are three mm-hmm. of my simple truths. You know that I think I love you that. know is that if you don't step forward, you'll always be in the same place. If you don't ask, if you don't ask, the answer is always going to be no. Right, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if you don't go after something, you'll never have it. So those are some things. Oh, there's help that. out there. So there's help out there. So go for it. Mm-hmm, the answer mm-hmm. is going to be no unless you ask for it. And I think you'll be surprised that there's so many people out there willing so to say yeses. yes 
we can help. Mm-hmm. And then guess mm-hmm. what? You won't be in the same place. You, if you take that That's step lovely. forward, you're going to have moved forward into another place. And so I would say try to follow those two, three simple truths to move beyond this illness because all of us, all of us, it may not be as bad with 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 some of us, but all of us suffer at one time or another with depression and bipolar. I believe that. I think all. I don't think there's anybody in this country or in the world that doesn't wake up and doesn't have it at one time or another. And we yeah, have to move yeah. beyond it. You know, and it, it's worse. It. And and then and then yeah. if you live with it. You know, if it's something that it's not an easy put down, you know, um, because mental illness is an illness. It's no different than heart disease or any, you know, any physical illness. But you can do, you know, a person with with high blood pressure, um, they don't stop taking their high blood pressure pills unless they're doing something else to bring the pressure down. So you have to, you know, you just you, you have to do what you said. And Sterling, you have to send me all three of those things so I can post them because that is such <laughs> that's such a good thing. Now, um, our producer did call in the midst of, you know, she. let me just tell you, I, mean, I can't tell you the full secret. She's doing some things that's going to really put loudmouthradio.com and loudmouth TV, for those of you that don't know, um, we do have yeah, production. We're working, yeah, we're working TV, on and some we're new ideas. Yeah, and we're working so on some new he is in the, you know, in the lab doing some cooking up some good <laughs> stuff that we're going to be able to announce really soon. And she did call in, and, and I just got the um, response late on the switchboard, and she was like, I'm trying to get in. So for all of you, that, for everybody that's listening that wants to speak, I promise you I'm going to try to do a commercial now, and then I'm going to come back, and I might key you in. If you don't say anything, then I'll put you back on the mute but if you want to say something, that's going to be your time to jump in because I think I figured out how to bring you on. I just don't know if you want to come on. So this is hilarious. So let me let me see if I can bring in a commercial. This is so great. I'm gonna I'm gonna be so good at this after a while. Oh my yeah, God. try it. And then we'll be back. We'll be back from our break here in a minute. And if not, then. Sterling, we'll come up with some kind of break stuff and uh, see what we can do. Hold on, everybody. Let me see. Can I do a commercial? Everybody, have a moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I have a giggle here. Just have a moment of silence. Let me see. Okay, you know, I don't. I'm not, the I'm not there. Network. I can tell everybody else I'm not there. I'm oh actually it's somewhere. It's we we do this remotely and, and have end, fun. Yes. You're on the, I think I got one. Listen, listen, everybody, listen to this. Listen. You're listening okay, to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Oh my God, I did something. I'm about to do some claps. This is so great. Oh my God, did y'all hear that? It's so great. Claps. We heard that. And um, you heard that one. Hold on. Let me see what else is going on here. This is hilarious. Okay, let me just play a little bit of music, and we'll be right back. Okay.
You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Okay, I think we're back. I think. Am I there? You're here, and I think I included okay, some good. other people. I think I think I have some listeners. I'm not sure. So if you want to speak, you know, feel free to say um, hello. Say something. Just hello, everyone. Hello? Are, are we all here together? Hello. Hello. Who do we have on hello? the line? Tell your tell your name and and who you are. Uh, my name is Christina. I'm calling live from my attic. You're calling from your attic. <laughs> Hi, Christina. Attic. How are you? Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the show, and thank you so much for being so patient. You've been on the phone. Tell me, tell me the last four of your numbers so I can know which one you are. Four four six five. Hi, four four six five. Christina in the attic. I love you for being so patient. And and she's in the <laughs> attic. Not not the guy. You're not at. Miss Thing's not in the closet. She's out in the attic today. <laughs> She's out in the attic. I love the closet so, and in the attic. I all right, girl. It. I absolutely love it. What do you think about our show, and what do you want to add to our show? Oh, I like listening to you guys. Normally, I'm working on Fridays, um, and uh, I catch uh, your show on my lunch break and listen to it in my earbuds when I go back into work. Um I like uh, the different points of views and stuff like that. And uh, oh, Christina, and the political thank things you. Talk about stuff like that. It's interesting. What do you think about this? What do you think about this crazy political um, arena that we have going on right now? We haven't talked about it much, and so we we would do we'll bring you right into that beautiful conversation because it's crazy, right? Well, what do you want to talk? What do you want to talk about today, Christina? You tell us. <laughs> Um, oh, I keep banging my head on the rafters. I'm changing out my ductwork. <laughs> I'm changing okay. out your duck. We're gonna keep yeah, your Christine is kind of a Christine is kind of a butch girl here. She's kind of if I need something done, I know I can call Miss Christina. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, when it comes to uh, the the political stuff that's going on, I mean, I'm 39, and mm-hmm. this is actually the first like, pre-presidential race that I've really followed, like, this closely, because, I mean, in my mm-hmm. opinion, I think this is probably the most important one that we've had in an extremely long time. Um, right, right. And there's a lot of things that, uh, you know, uh, affect me as an individual that, uh, you know, that people are speaking of and certain things that some groups want to take away while other groups want to, implement and things like that and uh mm-hmm. i mean me personally i'm a i'm from a democratic family and uh okay um i was born and raised in flint michigan and uh oh wow family well, of unions and all that good stuff mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. so i come from a very democratic family and uh the way that i stand personally is um i'm i'm a bernie sanders supporter um, but regardless okay. of who winds up with the nomination, be it Bernie or Hillary, I'm voting Democrat. So okay. whoever winds up getting the presidential nomination, I'm I'm going to vote blue. Um, and it's something I've actually taught my kid. I took her to the polls with me, and I let her know. I said, oh, the blue people, Ray. the Democrats, they're the little people. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know what, Hooray, I am so proud of you, and we've said this on the show before, that so many adults do not teach their children from an early age the importance of um, social activism. They don't teach them politics. They don't teach them social services. And they don't involve them in the voting process and how important their vote and divorce is. So kudos, you know, we need to get some better applause, especially now that I know how to work it. But so I'm going to clap. Because you know, I hear I it. I so hear important. it. We hear it. <laughs> so I think but, it's um, so important. Well, yeah, I, I, I do, do too. I think that I voted for, uh, for Obama in his last uh presidential race and I took her with me and I showed her how you know what you do how you do it feed the machine all that stuff and the way I explained it to her I said look you know I said there's certain people that support different groups I said in my opinion I said the Democrats are for the little guys and I looked at her I said we're the Mm -hmm. little guys as we work our butts off we're the grinding wheels of America I said the Republicans Mm -hmm. are for the big Mm -hmm. guys I said they want to take from us give to the big guys I said the Democrats want to take from the big guys and give to us I said, so no matter what, I uh, said, no matter what you do, always vote blue. Always vote blue. I said, you don't even know that name. That's a Democrat <laughs> against a Republican. I said, you hit the Democrat button. Well, I, I, can remember, I, I can remember, I can tell you the exact day that uh, Miss um, Robin was with us uh, is on September the 8th, 2012. Um, My, Myron and I took the children uh, Myron has three children, which are Robin's grandchildren, her three oldest, mm-hmm. to see President Barack Obama in Seminole, Florida, at the college, the St. Petersburg College. Mm-hmm. That was September the 8th, 2012, because we wanted them to see a sitting president a running for a president. You know, we wanted them to be involved, to see you know what it was like to to experience a uh, a public speech by a president mm-hmm. where you hear about the Gettysburg address and you hear about you know Kennedy uh, giving his inauguration speeches, but to be able to go and see these people like you and I uh, just did, uh, Jazzy, with uh, right. Hillary and Bernie in Tampa, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think it's mm-hmm. important to take the children and go. You know, and and we did it that. Is. We did that with um with Robin's three grandchildren and Myron, and I made sure that we got them up as close as we could as um, possible, out there. Yeah. And um, because I think now is when you have to do it, Christina. Is at this age is when you have to do that, or they're or they or they're like ninety. You know, the silent majority that doesn't go out and vote. You know where we talk about low voting, and and mm-hmm. where everybody's mm-hmm. talking about the the voters are coming out this year. It's because mm-hmm. people have not been taught from an early age. That's yeah. so true. And you know, and it and it takes the Christinas to do that. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. On Dom. the day that we mm-hmm. had to go vote for who we wanted for president, um, I was at work and I had a a young gentleman that works with me, and he said, "Are you voting?" And I said, "Yes." I said, are you voting? He says, no, I'll leave it up to everybody else. He asked me, he said, who are you voting for? I said, well, let me see. I said, I'm female, I'm middle class, I'm a lesbian, and I kind of look somewhat Latino. I said, so I'm going to go for Trump. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Christina, you're my new favorite. You're my new all-time favorite. (laughs) 
you know, there's, this, there's this man I work with named Lewis, and he's great. I call him my walking textbook. Every day I walk into work, and he's like, feel the burn, baby, feel the burn. And Lewis yeah. what are you laughing about? So I told him what I said, and I thought he was going to pee himself. It was great. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so perfect. That, that's yeah. perfect. Thank you. Well, I'm, thank I'm in you. a man's world. Where I, where I work, it's, it's a male-dominated male-dominated industry, and so, mm-hmm. I mean, I have to work extra hard to prove myself, you know? And that's that's what I had right. to do in order to do the job that I currently have. I'm the only female they have that does the job that I do. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I'm so so grateful to you um, for calling in, definitely for teaching your – is your daughter, you said? Yeah, I have a, a little girl. She uh, Okay. My, so, uh, well, her, her mother, we were together for almost 14 years, so – She's uh, mm-hmm. not biologically mine, but she is mine. I am uh, she's waiting yours, for my court date for legal adoption. Yes, she is. So yeah. you and you know what? Then you can come back on for another show. Though, um, you know, this is Fantastic Friday, but we definitely on my show, the Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers. Um, we talk about things of that nature when it comes down to adoption, and you know, I'm not with the whole. See, we can jump. Let me don't do it. I was about to do it. I was about to go so deep into that conversation. I'm not gonna do it. They, I'm, I'm gonna I digress. You can oh do it. You can so, do it. Go for it. I'm part okay, of it. I can do it. I can do it for two. I'm yeah. gonna do it for like thirty seconds. So, okay. you know, I think it's vitally important when we are in families, when we are a family, because the dynamics of the family look so different now. It's different in conversation. It's different in how they're, how they're formed, how we come together. But when you or anyone says you are my, whatever that my is, you're my mom, you're my dad, you're my wife, you're my husband, whatever that dynamic of that family is, Nobody has, to me, the right to then say it's not your real child, it's not your real mom, it's not your real, you know what I'm saying? It Because yeah, real is when you were there for me through the thick and the thin. Real is the love that I have for you, whether you mess up or whether you, you know, you do exceedingly above and abundant, you know. So she's your daughter, and for you to instill the proper values and for you to take the time to teach her as something as most people think is so insignificant to teach a child about voting. They think it's just, you know, it doesn't matter, but you're taking the time to give her the tools that are not only going to affect her today, but definitely they're going to affect her later. So, I mean, you're my The rest of her life, really the rest of her adult life. Well, we forget about, about the right to vote is that this is what the whole part of the American way is. It's the fact that we get to go out and choose who are our leaders and who are mm-hmm. making the decisions for that for us. And if we don't pick them, if we don't take the time to educate ourselves, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Then, then, then that is where... People that are followers, you know, that this is where they become followers. It's true. If we don't make the decision to lead by making the fact of voting, the fact that the Mm -hmm. person at your job, Christina, said that he's going to leave it to somebody else, that is very sad to me that he doesn't realize how. What are you doing? I told him, I said, if you don't get what yeah. you want, I don't want to hear you say a word. That's exactly. Did you not speak. 
That's no, like with the marijuana law that was supposed to pass, what, four years ago, and it lacked mm-hmm. by like 2 or 3% because it had to pass by 60 and then there's everybody saying, oh, I can't believe it didn't pass. Well, did you vote? No. Well, shut up. Did you vote? No. Exactly. <laughs> you have no <laughs> say. <laughs> you have no say. You know what? I, no, and I've said this, up. you know, I've said this a couple of times. I went to, when we were doing the marriage equality campaign a few years ago, we went to um, Savannah, and it was one of our stops on our tour, and we went to Agape Empowerment Ministries where the, the pastor and the co-pastor are a lesbian couple. And she ministered and she preached this message called, Were You There? I will say, if I never forget anything, I, I mean, remember anything, I will always remember that because her the, the sermon was about her grandmother saying, well, back in her day, they did all of these wonderful things through the civil rights. They did sit-in strikes. They did, you know, they marched. And so she was sitting there just like totally entrenched in that in, in that conversation. And, honey, so she said, Grandma, so, um, you know, she was like, so what did you do? So, you know, what sign did you carry or all of these different questions she had, and then all of a sudden her grandmother goes, oh, no, I wasn't there. <laughs> I'm just saying it was done in my time, right? And so it, it's a sad space when you know that the people who work with you, live with you, you know, or, or whatever are in your space, and you dare, you have the audacity not to be involved, but then you have the audacity to go back and say what shoulda, coulda, woulda. And, you know, you can't. You simply cannot do that. You have to be involved if you're going to be involved. So, Christine, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening, being a faithful listener. Hopefully we're covering topics that you absolutely adore. And if not, always you can email us at loudmouthradio at gmail.com and say, hey, I want to know about this. I want to talk about this. And, you know, we would love to have you back as you are going through the adoption process because people need to know how that works in the same gender-loving relationship that is together and, and as well as those that have gone separate ways but still have the children involved. I think that's a great topic to talk about and a, and a great support conversation um, to have. So welcome back to the show anytime unless you have oh, anything yeah. else to say. I'm going I'm going to skip on to the next person that I'm poor babies. I'm telling y'all are loving me today because I think this other person We're is happy. Love so you, long. Christina. <laughs> Love you too. Keep listening. Keep listening. Oh my gosh, Sarah, hold on, I got I got a commercial. Let me see if I can do it. Let me see. Well, and in the meantime I'll talk about that this is the our weekend here in Saint Petersburg. Yes. As you said you're yes. in the Bay Area is the blues We're in the Bay festival. Area to cover your stuff, yeah. The Blues Festival is going on in downtown St. Petersburg this weekend. Uh, And uh, for those that uh, need need something to do this weekend is that it definitely is one of the top events, especially for music lovers. Mm -hmm. is um, it's going on tonight, tomorrow, and and Sunday afternoon. And that that is the Tampa Bay Blues Fest. And um, there's a whole lineup. I'm not going to get into it because um, it's, there's a multitude of talents that well, are coming. Well, we can coming. post it. I'll find the information and, and I'll post it so people can find it on our web, on our Facebook page. 
Well, and you go to the Tampa Bay Blues Fest, too, if they need to to get it, too, and, and stuff. So we don't have that set up for our station yet. We will. We will. That's what Sunny's working <laughs> we on. Will we're be getting there. Yes, we're growing. We're growing. Yes. And, um, and another thing that's going on, I want to invite everybody out tomorrow evening is the St. Petersburg uh, Art Walk. Um, a lot, and I will be at my location at the Regions Bank from 5 to 9 is stop mm-hmm. by and enjoy a glass of wine. And the artwork is going to be there. I have several artists, including myself, Yvonne, um, um, young Sophia, um, and, uh, not Sophia Loren, but a young Sophia. I was going to say Sophia Loren is going to be there. Oh, my God. They'll be there with me. Marcus Clark is probably going to stop by and do some spoken word at some point or another. Oh, good. Um, and and I think Sunny and you may try to make it by. We're gonna, no, um, I'm definitely going to be there because that was one of the reasons why we came because we missed the last two. And so we wanted to make sure. I'm in Tampa for a couple of reasons. One, because, you know, the producer is cooking something in the lab for our for our radio network and TV network. But also because I was so ill that I needed to be in a different climate so that I would not continue to have asthma attacks. And the third reason was <laughs> for the art walk. So there we go. <laughs> so, But, yes, we're there so tomorrow, we'll like I said, at the Regions Bank at 510 Central. And I'm there from 5 to 9 tomorrow um, evening. So please stop by and say hi to me. Uh, And I know a lot of people um, see us and and listen to this after the fact uh, that are, I know that we have, that's the wonderful part of the internet radio is that Mm -hmm. not everybody. So if you're listening to it, we're on to this is Friday at noon, just shortly after noon. So I'm talking about Saturday. Tomorrow um, is the ninth, and I will be mm-hmm. there from five to nine. So um, at the Regions so Bank on Central Avenue. At the Regions Bank at Central. So that, uh, awesome. and then they can go down to the Blues Fest. Yeah, so it makes you can make a day of it. You can make a day of it, and you can oh, come yeah. by. You can. Get to get a chance to meet uh, Loudmouth Radio host, um, and we can sign autographs. That is so funny. Somebody actually asked me for an autograph. I almost passed out. So, like, four times I've been spotted somewhere, or Sunny and I have been together, and we've been spotted somewhere, and people literally have ran up and go, oh, my God, I, ha- I heard you on the radio. And I thought, well, that is so nice. And then they were like, can I have your autograph? Almost collapsed. Like, really seriously? Like, you're not being funny? Like, you really want it? <laughs> So we can well, give our kids, autographs to people um, who really want it. Miss Robin will tell you the kids used to get a kick out of people stopping and wanting pictures. People, you know, stop and want pictures with me all the time, and I kind of get a kick. I, I, unless I'm at the unless I'm at at uh, the grocery store, I'm at Publix, and I'm unshaved. Right. Please don't ask. I mean, I will. I I won't turn anybody down. I I'll get a picture. Or audit, but I, <laughs> and it's always when I run out like that that somebody wants. Of course, uh, of course. And I don't, and, and you know, we, I giggle about this all the time because I am just such an average Joe that I don't feel uh, like a personality at all, but people 
tell me and that you I still am. Are. Oh my God, you still <laughs> are. But it's, and 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 could you really be anybody else? Oh my God. So yeah, we want to yeah, no. definitely support you. You're such a talented artist. And not only are you a talented artist in, um, in your own right, but you definitely are an advocate of the arts. So please, oh, please, please, if you know, you, and if that's you right. have the tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. is about my other artists. I will have my own artwork there, but one of the big things that I am so happy that Stacia and Jim um, at Regions Bank and Regions Bank themselves let me uh, do is that I get to do a showcase as part of Art Walk, and Art Walk is is not only just at Regions Bank. This involves more than I I believe almost forty two stops. So there's oh, just wow. no way that you can you can get on the trolley and try to get to as many places as possible tomorrow evening. But um, the the Art Walk is something that. It goes on every uh, second Saturday of the month and mm-hmm. uh, of every month of the year. And it is uh, put on by the Arts Alliance. Um, and, um, and like I said, it involves, I think, almost 42 different locations. That and we are just, we're just one of the, we're just one of those, we're just one of those stops along along there, but a fun one. And I normally have, I normally, if I can do it, I normally try to have the best of the best um, out and about. I I also know that there's some, I think something, a mixer that uh, Chad, mm-hmm. it, Chad uh, is doing something over at, um, oh, I think it's the Black Amethyst. On Ninth mm-hmm. um, Gallery tomorrow, where they're painting cassettes, old cassettes. Oh wow! And um, That's cool. and I and I know that that will be a big a big um, celebration of the arts too. That has many of the local, uh, many of the, and I hear you're always saying local artists because in today's world, so many artists that are just from we're not in one. We're not in one area because the internet allows us to be, yeah, allows us to sell our work everywhere. And um, so, but yeah, so, so that's going on tomorrow. And um, do we have another caller? Did you get? Well, I I don't think so. I think, you know, I brought them on and I think they just want to listen, but I do want to say this and then we're going to wrap up. You know, we've been talking for a minute and I didn't even realize it's so much fun. Um, and I think I've done a great job. Not, I have not played one commercial. And um, so to our sponsors, I know y'all are going to forgive me. I know that y'all are going to forgive but me. We'll we forgive and, and we we have, we're getting better. And anybody that wants to oh to advertise is that you can get a hold of me at any time on Facebook. Yes. You can get a hold of Sunny and Jazzy at Loudmouth Radio at any time. Uh, right, and the number we, to contact directly for any advertisement and um, commercial spots is 706-363-3895. And so we want to, you know, thank even today Sharon Mathis Insurance um, in 
Georgia. We also want to just really give a shout out to From Words to Action Outreach Ministries, which is our, our, our community outreach. You know, and I happen to be over that. We have Sterling Selects who sells goods, goods, goods. You can find out information about that on um, our Facebook page. And who else am I forgetting? Am I forgetting someone? If I'm forgetting you, I'll make sure to get it in prior to. But it's on it's on loudmouthradio.com. Right, it's we are on loudmouthradio.com. So we we do want to uh, you know always put that out there. But even that I'm doing the switchboard, I do have to mention them because they are the reason why we're on air. So do know that opportunities are here, and we have. I'm telling you, when I, I'm gonna say this one more time, producer Sunny is in the lab cooking up some good, good works, and even um, some some additional things that are getting ready to take place are really major, like on mainstream major advertisement for companies. So I'm telling you now, do not call and say, "Hey, how did I miss that?" We've said it. I'm saying it today. I've said it so many times because it's a really great jewel that's about to take place and the advertisement opportunities are like nationwide. So hear me hear, read under the line and go ahead and call 706-363-3895 so that you can find out information about how you can get your business out to the masses without paying like a million quadrillion dollars, but still getting the same results. So know that I said that. So the last thing I wanted to say and then I'll save some of the other stuff that I was going to talk about for the next next week's show. But I don't know if many of you know about the Red Nose Day campaign that happens with Wal- Walgreens has partnered up with several um, organizations and charities. Sterling, do you I've know seen about everybody the doing the Red Nose. I don't know about the Red Nose, but I've okay. seen so different. The, you can tell me. You'll get, I mean, I don't know oh, about it, so you God. can inform me okay, about so it. Okay, so the big, the big Red Nose you know, um, it's typical for clowns. And so everybody recognizes the big red nose. What well, they've used that as a marketing tool to get people to pay attention about charities and giving to charities that fund children, which is amazing. So the fundraising goal, you know, imagine they sold out of red noses last year. Like we went to get our red nose and they were gone. So what they do uh. is is they have a three-hour televised fundraiser with NBC. Um, they did, at least with NBC last year, they raised um, another $10 million just from that part of the fundraising. Isn't that amazing? I mean, it's just absolutely. Wow. Will Ferrell was on so that this is kind of like Ferrell. the bucket? This is this is kind of like the thing where you pour the but they poured the water on themselves. Yes. Not yes, it's that, well similar because it that I forgot that challenge. But yeah, it brings the awareness um, to charities that you know go and help children and being and Walgreens being one of those places where you can go, you can get your medications. Um, you can even have some of the Walgreens have little self checks where you can go into the clinic and and find out some of you know, basic things, flu shots and so forth and so on. But the main thing is that, you know, children are being taken care of. Several of the charities include the Boys and Girls Club of America, um, let me see, Save the Children, a water charity, you know, because people don't realize that one of the simplest things that people don't have, you know, with us having an outreach ministry, we recognize the importance of clean drinking water. 
and especially with this thing going on now with Flint and Mississippi and different areas where the water's been contaminated, you know, it's important that we raise enough funds that people are getting good drinking water right here in America. It sounds like we're in a third world. Yeah, country. people. Yeah, yeah. People it's, don't realize. I mean, sad. I. This is. I'm so glad you mentioned that because people don't think that the this happens in America. But even mm-hmm. here in the U.S. of A., it amazes me that people do not have safe drinking water. Yeah, it's insane. You know, it's, it's absolutely insane. It's insane. So that, that's one of the things, one of the um, things that they sponsor is good, you know, clean and good drinking water. But you just imagine the, the red noses are only a dollar. They have a whole – I have a picture that I'm going to post because I did my due benevolence and went by because I knew um, – they knew that we were – we're silently partnering up. Like we're gonna on that day, and I think it's May. I have to get the exact exact date, but it's coming up in May where they will actually have the day um, and the fundraising and the campaign on TV again. And so we are gonna cover some of the local Walgreens to you know to talk about it, and as hopefully we might even be able to get into the big leagues and and find out where they are doing everything, and then you know go cover it. But it's a worthy cause because there's several causes. And you have companies like Maxwell, Maxwell House, Vitamin Water, um, M&M is huge. They actually have the little, you know how you have, what are those little things called, um, Sterling Light, that had the little candies in them? What is that little dispensary thing called? I can't think. We used to oh, the Pez, 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 Pez. Okay, Pez. so M&M has something similar where they have the little M&M on the top of it and you can open it up and get the candies. Well, they, the M&Ms have red noses. So part of the proceeds go to um, the campaign. So, you know, whenever we can find as a radio network something to attach to, fortunately, um, I'm so blessed that this this network, just because Sunny and I are married, we really don't connect on every single thing, contrary to people's, you know, belief. We do almost, but every now and then it's some things that, you know, she'll be like, I don't support that. And I'll be like, well, I don't support that. But I'm very, very fortunate that she supports the outreach ministry because we also support so many different causes. And so when we found this one, this was one that we stand behind and, and that we believe in because children primarily are so left out in a lot of the fundraisings for major Things like cancer, kids' cancer treatments very seldom are funded like regular cancer. So that's just one example. So, you know, we support Walgreens. We say kudos to them for partnering up with so many other organizations that are really raising funds in a very simple and fun way. Um, You know, kids are so excited when they see that little red nose and they have red nose mugs. Y'all already know how I feel about my mugs, so I will be getting a red nose mug. And if anybody wants to well, buy you me can one, bring yes, it right. I will if tell you, you if you've got the red nose, bring it by tomorrow night, and I'll you. make. I got one for I'll you. I'll get a pit. We'll yeah, get we'll get pictures at the bank, yeah. and um, and then we'll I'll find out more. I don't. I like I said, I've seen people doing it. I didn't know why people were doing it, so I'll find mm-hmm. out more about it, and um, yeah. and we'll 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 have more. We'll 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 investigate yeah. we'll this further. It. We'll cover it, yeah, but we'll I cover you know it. wanted everybody to know. So when you see the pictures of me and Jasmine from Walgreens in St. Petersburg, you'll know that you know we were getting all set up and geared to talk about this on the radio today. So hi, okay. Jasmine. I, I did not forget to do my shout out, and. Um, I think let, let me see is somebody on the line I'm going to Oh I'm we needed to, we to, needed to say it remember and we haven't done this we we have we have beautiful pictures 
on well we the last couple of times we haven't given our shout out to Miss Carol that took our pictures that are up on Carol Gallagher at downtowncarol.com. Yes, at downtown Carol. She did amazing. Um, you can see the Except photos the that she did of, of the, when they were down the last time. We got um, our pictures that we're starting to be able to use to promote ourselves. Uh, so a shout-out to Miss Carol. And anybody that needs wedding pictures, especially... Um, is downtowncarol.com or and you can reach you can find her on Facebook too. Yes, she did a really really good job with that. Um, Carol, and she does we really wedding. Do That's why I said we do, she does wedding. And appreciate you. Yeah. yeah, she and she does so many other things. She covers so much stuff in the St. Pete Tampa Bay area. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned her. We we put her information out on um y'all on, our, just on the web doing stuff in the back. Y'all pray for me. I'm it's all right. We're having out. fun. I'm just, okay. you're just having fun. Driving, you know. <laughs> I'm having a great time. For anybody that did not get a chance to chime in or speak, I love you so much for just loving me through all of this painful experience of the switchboard. This is my first time doing it. And um, I've missed so many things, but it's okay because we've had a really good conversation um, with our guests that we're able to get through. Um, and I, I didn't even let producer Sunny in. Oh, my gosh, she's going to kill me. But I think she she might not quite kill well, me. Well, we got to talk um, to Miss Robin for – we got to talk we to Miss Robin for a, her, flash, yes. for a and flash. For a flash. we got Christina, Christina your new best friend from the attic. She's, she's in best the best attic. She's my new best friend. She's up in yeah. the attic working away with her <laughs> ducks. Her, I love we'll it. I love her, it. You know, I know and, we're gonna uh, have her to. We, we might have to hire her to come and do some work in the. I don't know where Mr. You know, Lance is. I mean, we haven't had our our fashion guy on. Lance. Yeah, we have Yeah, we'll have to get on him about what's going on because I know that some of the award shows have happened, and we'll have to get him to chime in, um, and stuff. But um, and. Uh, he, I I talked to him earlier from South Florida, so it's always good. Mm-hmm, and um, mm-hmm. and then we need to, yeah they need to hear from Sunny. But yeah, it's uh, I will be here next week with you, Miss Thing. And I will just love you to pieces as I do. And I just want everybody to know. See, I've been doing all these thank yous to everybody. Sterling, I thank you so much. You were such a support to me yesterday in my tear-stained face. And just support on things that we want to do with the outreach. You have been such an amazing help. And I'll be able to announce the good news about some things that we're doing here in St. Pete very soon. I can't say it now because I want it to come through. And, you know, when you sign papers and, and, and you have the – as they say sign on the dotted line then you can say this is what we're doing and this is the good things that are happening but just know we're we're cooking in the lab but Sterling has been such an amazing support system for Loudmouth Radio and anything that we do seriously from the day we met this man at church from the day we met him up until today this very second he has been a number one cheerleader a very huge support and just a very good friend and so i thank you that we get to share the platform now um together thank and you. just thank i you. love you too oh wait no Sterling, we cannot end without this really really important piece of information about our doggy babies you know we don't play with our doggy babies so we need to oh, let everybody well, know well we wanted what to yeah on. we wanted to 
you know, I want people, and um, I'm I'm in a, a little bit of a dispute with uh, my um, with the, the local um, Banfield and PetSmart who I have my dogs with, and I and I want people to realize that recently I gave my dogs. Um, uh, their medicine that they had, and I want them to make sure that they check it. That's all I want them to do. And we right. said that we right. would do this, and for them to go on and check it, that if any of their dogs have had the similar, uh, my Romeo and Coco, who we are, who you may have heard us mention before, are my two little angels of my life. And I had put switched them from Trifexus to First Shield Trio, and I mm-hmm. um, can tell Which you, my dog medicine. had a horrible. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a flea medicine, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I my dogs had a horrible reaction, and I am in the middle of a kind of figuring out what to do with Banfield and PetSmart. And we are, because it's our station, we will we'll come after you. I mean, you know, we'll tell you yeah. when we're not and happy. We'll talk. We got, and, and we have to. We have to inform people. We have a few seconds. Tell them the name of it again before we end the first, show. Um, first so Shield so Trio. So if you've treated your pet with First Shield Trio, make sure that you go online and find out how you can help fight. Um, you know, there's, there's, and and let let Banfield and PetSmart know that your dog has had a reaction to this because I can tell you, you're it's not a, alone. Again, you're not alone. You're not alone. We're gonna cut okay. you off. Love you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. We're gonna end this show. See you next Friday. Bye.